Hello, welcome back to another episode of Legally Blind Babe. My name is Abrielle McGowan, and today is September 29th, 2021. Wow, you guys, tomorrow, well, not tomorrow, actually. This Friday is October 1st, my birthday month, Scorpio season. Wow. We are here, guys. We are here. So today's episode is regarding sex life, your sex life, okay? (laughs) Um, We're going to start the episode off by giving a random interesting fact about humans. So if you did not know, both males and females must have adequate testosterone levels for sexual attraction. So... Um, yeah, there has been studies shown that once levels of testosterone decrease, there's also a decrease in sexual desire. Um, women have small amounts of testosterone. Testosterone creates desire as well as aggressive behavior to some extent, which may push you to pursue the person who is creating this desire. Um, yeah, and both male and females have estrogen as well. So I'm going to go over an analysis that I wrote for one of my classes on sex life. And before I start, I just want to um, credit the people who I referenced in my writing. Kim et al. 2020 is a reference. Um, Granvet at all 2020 is a reference and films media group 2002 is also a reference so those are my references i will also leave um a citation in my description of this episode for full credibility um let's see and before i go on i also want to mention an important fact is that a lot of research on sex has been done on monogamous or heterosexual individuals and not so much people of the lgbtq plus community and that is very unfortunate and i'm sure that there's research being done now for that but a lot of research takes many many years And I don't know when we will have adequate information regarding the sex life of LGBTQ plus community. So that being said, let's get started. Research suggests that the frequency of sex and sexual satisfaction in romantic relationships are strong indicators for longevity and overall well-being, whereas poor sexual satisfaction results in a lack thereof. So if you have a higher satisfaction in your sex life, that's an indicator for longevity in a relationship and overall well-being. And if if you're lacking in the sex department, um, then you may have a lack of longevity and overall well-being. Couples who openly communicate their specific needs and interests tend to share or tend to stand the test of time. Individuals in monogamous relationships exclusively rely on their partner for sexual satisfaction. That being said, a lack of communication regarding sexual preferences has been shown to be one of the top three conflicting issues for monogamous couples. 
that is crazy a lack of communication regarding sexual preferences it is so important to tell your partner what it is that you like and want conflicting data on whether or not similarity in sexual desire affects longevity in romantic relationships exists so we are not 100 sure if desire discrepancies um or like a similarity in sexual desire affects the longevity of romantic relationships but we're trying to figure that out <laughs> sexual desire discrepancy is the difference between desired frequency of sexual behavior and the actual frequency of sexual behavior in relationships according to films media group 45% of men and 40% of women report wanting more sex when asked if they were satisfied with the amount of sex they are having. Couples tend to comply with the sex needs of their counterpart, meaning the frequency of sex often involves some sort of compromise of either person's desire. That's a lot to take in. <laughs> um, but yeah, so 40% of men are satisfied and... No, 45% of men want more sex and 40% of women want more sex than what they're having. And usually, I guess, it's like some kind of compromise between whether or not we're going to have sex. Because one partner might be into it and one partner may not be into it. There are considerable differences in men and women in relation to sexual desire. Men are four times more likely to have casual sex, masturbate, and report having sexual fantasies. Granvit et al. cited an Australian-based study involving 6,500 heterosexual participants whose, age, whose ages ranged from 18 to 84. The results of the study concluded that 58% of women and 46% of men were satisfied with the frequency of sex within their relationship. So that shows that in this study, men on average were less satisfied than women with the amount of sex that they're having. Men have been shown to generally be less satisfied with the frequency of sex they experience. On the contrary, women are more likely to engage in sex for emotional reasons. Women have also been studied to be the most restrictive sexual partner. That being the case, it is predicted that women tend to affect the frequency of sex within a short-term relationship more so than men. This is especially true for egalitarian cultures. So women seem to be the ones in charge of like, not in charge, I don't want to say that, but women seem to affect whether or not you're having sex, the frequency of sex. Because if it were up to men, um, they'd probably be having sex a lot. <laughs> um, it was hypo hypothesized that a couple's relationship linked will be negatively associated with the frequency of intercourse. Results of their research shows that frequency of sex declines with increasing relationship length and neither men nor women were exclusively associated with that effect. So over time, I feel like you just become familiar with your partner and the frequency of sex does decline. And I feel like that's normal. Um, it doesn't necessarily mean that you're not in love with that person anymore. But yeah it's just 
as the relationship length increases, the amount of sex that you have decreases. And neither men or women are to blame for that. Films Media Group asked three couples to share what is most important to them in their relationship. Two out of three couples stated non-sexual answers such as compatibility and non-sexual intimacy like physical touch. One couple mentioned sex but emphasized the feeling of closeness that comes afterward. Desire discrepancies are a common issue facing couples. Although couples with matching levels of sexual desire tend to experience greater satisfaction in their relationships, it is evident that most couples develop strategies to manage these discrepancies, which is, that's, that's a good sign. Most couples come up with a way to make it work, you know? <laughs> Individuals who are responsive to their partner's needs and acknowledge the sexual relationships take work and effort tend to be able to navigate through desire discrepancies while sustaining satisfaction. It was found that it may be more beneficial to work through varying levels of desire in relationships rather than aiming to match the level of sexual desire of one person. So if you are struggling with this, it it is apparent that it's probably better to navigate or try to manage the differences between you and your partner's sexual desire rather than trying to match the level of sexual sexual desire of your partner. High levels of sexual satisfaction are positively associated with longevity and overall relationship quality and well-being. Desire discrepancies are a normative part of most relationships, but individuals are frequently unaware of these differences. This may be due to projection of one's own feelings or the lack of communication. Men have been studied to have an evolved higher level of sexual desire than women, whereas women tend to be more restrictive when it comes to sex. Men and women in addition, men are open to the idea of casual sex, while women will tend to have sex for emotionally driven purposes. For these reasons, men's, men tend to compromise most on the frequency of sex, and women tend to affect the frequency of sex. Despite the differences in sexual desire, most couples find ways to manage differences while sustaining a desirable level of satisfaction in the relationship. So, summary, men are most likely to compromise with the frequency aka how much you're having sex and women are um affecting the frequency of sex because apparently women are the more restrictive partner and obviously obvious obviously it's not always the case sometimes it's the woman with the higher desire sometimes it's the man or sometimes and like i said Unfortunately, a lot of the research hasn't been done on the LGBTQ plus community, so I am talking about heterosexuals, and um, I'm sure that the amount of sexual desire varies within anyone, whether you're gay, straight, bi, trans, any of those. So 
um yeah i would love to hear your guys's input on this um you can follow me on instagram my instagram handle is a b r i e l l e underscore mcgowan m-c-g-o-w-a-n i would love to hear your input do you think you in your relationship are there desire discrepancies do one of you want sex more than the other how important is sex to you in a relationship does sex equate love in your relationship um those are a lot of good questions to ask yourself and your partner so moral of the story please please communicate with your partner about what it is that you like overall having a healthy sexual life with your partner means that you will probably have longevity in your relationship and also overall well-being and satisfaction which is something that we all want at the end of the day um even asexual individuals want satisfaction in their relationship like overall well-being and satisfaction so yeah thank you so much for listening to this episode if you found this episode interesting please give me a rating on whatever podcast hosting app that you're using and if you find it interesting and you think another friend will benefit from hearing this please share and i will be back in my next episode stay beautiful peeps